My name is Angelina. I'm a stay-at-home mum and a full-time carer. And I'm Marie, and I'm also a stay-at-home mum and a full-time carer. We're coming to you from our lovely little studio, the utility room, or as the posh folk would say, the laundry room. Myself and our Marie met a few years ago in one of the many bog holes we've encountered on the special needs journey. We became instant friends. <laughs> and in a moment of madness recently, we decided to share our mad, ridiculous, windy, boggy and often funny chats with you. We invite you to come on this windy bog road with us. Mm -hmm. A day in the life of a, a mum at home. <laughs> a day in the life of two Luthers, two Luthers. Angelina and Anne-Marie. Two Luthers, two Luthers. <clears throat> yeah. So, Mrs, earlier we were chatting mm -hmm. as we do yes over tea and toast yes. she didn't bring any uh nice stuff for me today no croissants no i'm such a bad friend yes you are i'm really letting yes. the side down sacking you but anyway we were having a chat and Anne marie told me i suppose it's the time of the year silly season is mm -hmm. nearly upon us yes and we're we're galloping towards it really aren't we it's... i don't gallop anymore. no but i mean as as a society like Christmas decorations for you know, well obviously they've been up since July. Oh, you know, well they've been on yeah, yeah. But um like we were in the Christmas shop yesterday as a treat when we picked in up in November. Yeah, when we Christmas picked up shop. the boss baby and um my husband was walking around, him indoors as I say, and um the, the six year old uh, we're looking at all the lights and stuff like that and he's going, Let's put up the Christmas tree and I'm going no fucking way hell no not until december but yeah I'm, I'm kind of thinking oh my god we're in november like are these in she's very good she can read the calendar i i can yes but it's just it's just this year has gone by so quickly i i was just making a comparison to christmas last year in january because you, you you remember when i met you in the new year and i was going oh my god it was horrendous i hate it i'm going to either medicate myself or hibernate for Christmas next year as in Christmas is coming but now I'm kind of thinking no I'm not I'm actually I, I, I'm not going to say I'm looking forward to Christmas but I'm not dreading it Um, like last year was a bit difficult especially with the the special needs lad this the boss man as we call him um Christmas day when we were going to our folks um our in-laws for dinner uh, your man kicked up a stink and like had to be nearly manhandled into the car and into the house and even he was just he was I don't know what rattled him that morning but he was really bad you know and it was good in one way because my in-laws had never seen him this way before but they always thought every cloud has a silver lining no but that say. yeah I, it's it's now in my wisdom I can look back and go well they know now how bad he can be and they know that that's as bad as it gets which it is because like he is kind of a gentle giant but um yeah like i mean i get into bed christmas night i thought oh thank god that the day's over and then january was just really rough as well it was just oh i, I know a lot of people would get the january blues but i've never got them before but they, like just this this last christmas was just really hard where now i'm kind of saying actually do you know what i don't think it's going to be that bad and you know I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to go with the flow. And um, there's a couple of things that himself has done this year that I'm kind of going, well, I didn't overthink certain situations and it was fine. For example, getting on an airplane. I thought it was going to kick up holy hell. I was telling all my friends, 
we'll probably be taken we'll have to make an emergency stop at Cork Airport and get off the plane because he won't sit but he really surprised me it was a six-year-old that gave your man hell two seats behind looking for this and looking for that but yeah yeah the, the special niece buckle really surprised me so I'm, I'm thinking this year we'll we'll be fine for Christmas and we'll go with it and it sounds very much like you don't get us caught up in your thinking oh my as God. you used to. No, no. And um, I'm finding as time goes on as well, you're, you're more, I don't, I, I don't know if it's it's a wisdom with age or just maturing or just copping on or just not not dwelling on it as much, you know. It is a nice feeling that you're not getting wound up about stuff that I got wound up with about in my 30s. But where now yeah. I've had a... Or even last year or two years yes, ago. Or, that, I was know. just going to say that. Me knowing you the few years I know mm. you, um, I don't think it has anything got to do with age. Oh, no, no. I do think it's realising mm. that our thinking creates our yeah. reality. And I think as moms in particular, and maybe special needs moms especially so, we have this notion that worry means we care. Or worry means we love more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all worry is, is a form of self-torture. Yeah. Where we sit there and we concoct stories in our head. Yeah, yeah. And, and more yeah, often than not, they don't happen. You nearly worry yourself to death. You'd make yourself sick thinking yes. about something. That something, might happen. And something has just popped into my head now. <laughs> <laughs> just a little story that I'm going to go down a different road here. For example, last night or yesterday, I had the, my husband's car and I was driving it. And um, when I got home, the, needless to say, there was very little petrol left in it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like at six o'clock or half five, six, when I got back to the house after picking the two up or picking uh, the boss man up. And I had boss baby with me as well. And um, he said, I said, oh, I said, um, yeah, I'm going to need to go get get fuel for your car and he's going why and he goes well what's left and I was in it he said like how many kilometers is it saying and I was going oh about one or two <laughs> he's going what <laughs> what the fuck? like I got a big spiel out of him going why didn't you take your old car la 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 and I was going oh my god and then like I mean I, he had done dinner so then I was feed, feeding the crew and I didn't enjoy my food because I was going Oh my God, I, I felt terrible in myself kind of going, I used his petrol after driving the car off, leaving it with about one kilometre left in it, then barely to get to the petrol station for himself in the morning. And uh, So I said, right, once they're all settled, I'm going to go, I'm going to just go get, get petrol for the car. So um, when everybody was kind of settled for bed, I snuck off out of the house and got into the car and drove to Googled the nearest petrol station to see <laughs> which would be which would be my best option. <laughs> which one would be quickest to get pushing no, the car? Not even, not even. Well, yeah, there was pushing what came into the thought as well. But considering what was downhill rather than having to go uphill where I could so just free me. So Google, I have downhill petrol stations. What the, what's the nearest nearest petrol station that is downhill? Danny was got in and like all the way up praying for the lights to be green so I could just keep going and you know going come on my guardian angel just get me there um of course going into the petrol station but there was a hill up the way <laughs> I was going please don't stop here 
got to the petrol station, put 30 euros in it. And then I picked up two chocolate bars as a peace offering as well, just, you know, to say, you know, that was a real shit thing for me to do to him, which it was. But all evening I was thinking about it and it was making myself sick. So when I went back home, of course, he heard me going out. Now, it wasn't late late. It was about half eight, quarter to nine. So the two small lads were, they were in bed and himself was kind of mooching around. But when I came home, he met me at the door and goes, where did you go? I said, well, I went to get petrol for your car. And he, he was kind of saying, oh, sure. I said, I'd do it in the morning. I was going, no, I said, I, I knew myself. I wouldn't sleep thinking that I had left the car with only one kilometre in it. Anyways. The end of the story is I got into the car this morning and I was looking at the dash and because his car, I'm not used to driving it. You know how you, you flick the buttons and it gives you the speed and hot <coughs> mileage is left. And yes. it, was like, it turned out it wasn't the gas miles I was looking at. It was the length of time I was driving the car. So that's why it said three, three kilometers. It was actually three minutes. And of course, I read it wrong. <laughs> In my blonde moment, I'm not blonde, but yeah, so we laughed about that, but yeah. So the moral of the, the moral story, story is, is <laughs> don't overthink things and you can. You I can, don't believe all you're I, thinking. Well, this is, don't believe all you're thinking, but coming back to what you were saying is that you can make yourself ill mm. overthinking something like that. Because I knew, like, I mean, I love my dinners and I was eating this and I was going, this isn't sitting right. And I knew bloody well it was because in my head I was going, oh my God fucking care there's only one kilometer left of it how's he going to get to work and like i mean actually sitting at the dinner table googling where's the nearest petrol station thinking oh yeah i can freewheel down this hill here. <laughs> i'll leave it till eight o'clock and hope it's no traffic on the road and thankfully there wasn't but you know i we laughed about it afterwards but he was kind of looking at me when i got home and he's going you fool yeah you fool and i was going i know but it's done now and and look you know it that's what it is to be human is to get caught up mm -hmm. i think the really magical piece in it all is when we realize we've been caught we've oh, got yeah. caught up yeah, yeah. and how it has impacted yeah, yeah as you said you didn't enjoy your dinner it didn't sit right with yeah. you so there's a knock-on effect yeah, yeah. to believing yeah. absolutely every thought yeah, in our yeah. head even if there was no petrol in the car this morning your husband is a grown man. He'd well, have figured it no, out. No, but somehow. that I mean, it, it turned out there was a can of petrol in the shed for the lawnmower, and I think there was a five euros in it. So it wasn't the end of the world. Like I mean, uh, uh, and most importantly, the petrol tank was not empty. Oh, well, <laughs> it wasn't empty. But it's I've never done that to him before, and it's just I felt really, really like I mean I was making myself. I'm curious. Thinking about it. Did you ask him for the thirty quid back? This he morning? actually gave me the money. Uh -huh. so I did. <laughs> That's and a I, good husband. <laughs> he did. He did give me the money. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. He did give me the money. Now I didn't want payment for it because, as I said, I have been using this car. So no, no. I fair is fair. Thanks no. very much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll add that to the fund. Yes, yes. The fund. The fund. My, the my run, fund. run away fund. <laughs> <laughs> my emergency fund for when I have to get away in a hurry. Just fucking make sure this diesel are petrol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the car with petrol and diesel. Run away, get you're stuck a kilometre from the house. Drive away carriage. <laughs> yeah, but no, like I mean, I, I get what you're coming from there. You can really, you know, what you're yeah. thinking, it can really impact your body and how you feel. And, you know, if you're, if you're positive 
things don't look as bad. Like, you know, as I said, in the last couple of years, I've always kind of, if something happens, I always try and push, the, I try and find the silver lining. Yeah. You know, it's so cliche thing to say, but I do try and find the silver lining. Or I'll try and find the funny side. So I have something to laugh about. You know, like it's like earlier this year, when I was going down to a family event and got that flat tire. <laughs> Who did I ring first to tell? After oh, after mm. I rang the breakdown to say, come and get me. Because <laughs> I had no spare. I rang herself to go, you'll never guess what. And we laughed about it. We did, yeah. And humor you know, is the best medicine. Well, this is it, yeah. Laughter is the best medicine. And and it it took me it took me a lot of years to find to rediscover laughter, mm-hmm. um, I, I took life so seriously. Yeah, yeah. And for me, my definition of life was my thinking. I really believed everything I thought. Mm. And fuck me, Bruce Willis wouldn't be able to keep up with the movies I made up in my head. Um, the the what ifs and other the what ifs and yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean. And you're you're ro- oh, you're playing it out in your head. This is going to happen, and this yeah, and this, and, and and it's uh, 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 pure all of a sudden nonsense. you're a snowball running down a hill, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. And and then then I remember one day, and it was actually during COVID, and something had started to shift in my mindset at that stage, and I wasn't doing anything in particular, but I was beginning very slowly but surely to feel more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. I had had this realization that. I don't have to believe all my thinking. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was down the spare bedroom and I just love Graham Norton. Oh, my God. He cracks me up he all the time. Good, all right. And on this day, I was on the laptop and I probably had the noise cancelling headphones of on because I was tuning out. It's, they were it's, all at home. It's a mother's best friend. A good pair yes, of noise cancelling headphones. Yes. And if Highly not, recommend. If not one pair, two pairs because... If one runs out of charge, you need to have one backup. <laughs> All back up have, you need to have a backup pair, or even having a travel pair and a house pair. You know, Sweet. I mean, that's why you tune into this podcast <laughs> to learn the suggestions are biting. Parenting tips. <laughs> parenting tips. Yeah, don't listen to them. <laughs> tune them out. So on this day, anyway, I was watching Graham Norton, and my oldest came down and went, "Mammy, mammy!" And I went, "What?" He goes, "What's that sound?" And I sort of stopped and I looked around and I went, that sound there a second ago. He goes, yeah. I went, oh, that was me laughing. Oh, my God. And in that moment, I realised, I don't know when I laughed, Betty laughed like that. Yeah, yeah. And my four, now 14-year-old, so what was he, 12? Mm-hmm. Hadn't ever heard me laugh oh like God. that before. Lord. <laughs> But the kid came to investigate what was the sound. He thought you were having a stroke or a fish or something. Yeah, or I would say possibly born and crying. I yeah. don't think he knew. I yeah, think he was yeah. actually concerned mm. by the, this mad lunatic sound. <laughs> At least he came down to check on you. <laughs> I suppose the important thing is that is when we see life as a playground and play in the playground of mm-hmm. life. Yeah. It is so much more, it's so much lighter. And it doesn't matter what you're experiencing at the moment or what's going on in your life that you think is causing your angst. What I've learned is is it's my thinking that caused my angst and drove me nuts. 
And there is nothing in this world better than a big, dirty oh, cackle of a belly laugh. Dirty belly laugh. <laughs> One that nearly make you wet yourself. Yeah, just don't Shh, every don't pick, We're not giving away those secrets, no, people. It's, it's the, like, I mean, laughter truly is the best medicine. Yes, it is. It really is. Wetting you know? ourselves is well, not. It's rather uncomfortable. Laughing at your friends who has wet yourself maybe might be a good laughter. <laughs> because somebody else that has wet themselves and then you can laugh at but like you know it, it's it's strange you know when you're saying about um when you're in that hole and what i always think is and it's it's now i think this too shall pass like the bad times yeah. they might be bad but it'll pass you know yeah there's an end to everything yes you know is, it might yeah. take a little bit longer but it'll you'll get to it eventually and you just have to follow the course and and what i would have found in the past is that the circumstances or the situation has passed and I'm still wallowing in this, the bucket of yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's it's your thinking that determines how long you're going to be yes. in that dark place yes. or down that hole. Yes. Um, you know, where if you have a more brighter or uh, outlook or, um, you know, the looking for the funny side of it or looking for the silver lining, you're more inclined to get... See, get out of the hole quicker and see the light and you know just move on a lot faster so yeah i think i think we have it we have it sussed we have it sussed we have it sussed guys we have nothing else to teach you yeah that's, <laughs> that's it that's, that's it. it in a nutshell <laughs> yay our and work here is done <laughs> our work here is done and this episode of the windy bog road of motherhood special needs edition now concludes goodbye Goodbye. Take care. Be well. Have fun and laugh. Find the funny side of life. Find the funny side of life. Always look on the bright side (laughs) of life. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. My kids love that one because it uses bad language. Oh, yeah. So go listen to that song today. Always look on the bright side of life. Never mind. Go listen to it. Look out for that film. (laughs) (laughs) I could cry. It was excellent. (laughs) Sinead from us for now. See you next week on the Windy Bog Road. Take care.